Hey, you guys, we're back with another episode. I can't wait for this one, and we're so excited to be back. Y'all, I am so excited. So, first of all, I just have to say, you'll probably notice my voice is a little deeper and sounds a little <laughs> different than it usually does. Um, I am getting over being sick for like two weeks with sinus infection, ear infections, just all the crazy things, but thankfully not COVID. But we are here and... You might also notice that Addison sounds a little different, too. It's because we are actually in two different locations. Um, So, to begin, our guest this week is a very special guest, and the guest this week is my mom, Patricia. We have been waiting to have her on for so long, and it finally worked out. So, yeah, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello, everyone. Um. (laughs) My name is Patricia, and I'm Lily's mom, and I'm super happy to be here today and to be a part of this with you guys. So, yes, you've been a supporter since uh, day one, so day one, only yes. naturally yes. <laughs> for you to be on here. Super, um, super proud of you guys. And, thank you. Um, faithful listener and, <laughs> um, and supporter, and I think I'm a big, um, a big town crier for you guys to tell everybody about you. So. Oh yeah, I believe it, hundred <laughs> percent. We love it. I'm so excited for them to be able to hear your heart because I got to meet her when we did an event at Western, and she was talking to all these people and all these strangers, and it was just so easy for her, and it was such like an inspirational thing. So I'm so excited for y'all to be able to hear a little bit of her heart and to see Lily and her mom's relationship. Yes, mm, yay. Yes. yes. <laughs> so. So before we dive in, we're going to ask you our BC question that we ask all our guests. So what would you tell your BC self, your before Christ self? Yes. So what I would tell my BC self is a couple things all together, basically in the same um, thought. Do not lose hope. Do not be discouraged. And the change that you've wanted to see for so long is possible. Holding it back up, the change with God is possible. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a great answer. Um, So what are you going to be talking about today? What is your topic? Yes. So today, my topic that I picked is transformation, namely um, transformation in Christ, the transformation that he does for us and can do for us. So yay! I'm excited for this one. (laughs) I am too. What led you to decide this topic to pick today? I think because this is such a big um, part of who I am um, and who I've become um, in the transformation from Mm -hmm. from Christ and, you know, as a process over several, several years, but namely most recently in the last couple years, um, I'd say on fast forward speed in the last year, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. really, so... But, and like I was talking with Lily about earlier, like transformation in Christ can start with a huge, a huge moment, a huge change, a huge, the the moment that you decide, the moment that you decide that you want to open your heart to the Lord, to Christ, Mm -hmm. and that you want to trust him, which Mm -hmm. is a huge, huge decision and step, but, but so good. And so that's, that is the big kind of beginning but then it's just, it's a process. It just keeps, mm-hmm. you know, it keeps going. If, if, if you remain in that with him, okay. he just keeps going and uh, mm-hmm. changing you and refining you through your whole life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important to remember that we're never fully like completed. Like right. we're never 
fully done growing and learning and like becoming more like Jesus. Like, I think oftentimes people think like, oh, well, I do all the things at church and I've memorized every verse and I've Mm -hmm. read the Bible front to back, (laughs) back to front. And I donate and I like do all the things that, you know, are wonderful, Mm -hmm. but like no Christian is better than another. There's no levels. Like it's not like in the world where you like work your way up by like promotions and different positions. Like we're all equal no matter like what we do for the kingdom of God. So like it's really cool to remember that. Like, well, and I think the big thing to take away, notice what you just said Mm -hmm. was, I have done this. I have done that. Right. I'm working my way. No, that's that's right. really not that's not what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's about what what the Lord does in your life uh, mm-hmm. Himself. Um, mm-hmm. He is He's where all the <clears throat> the power and the work is coming from. I mean, um, we make a choice and we co- keep coming back to Him. But oh my yeah. word, like He's he's the power behind it all. So I think it takes that mindset of just realizing that, yeah, we don't work towards it. We just accept it and we Mm -hmm. accept what he's doing and, and just be open to it. Like I said, open your heart to him and let him in. And he's just going to, he's just going to (laughs) work. He's going to do the work, not you. I mean, there are things that we have to do, but stay faithful and, and stay in his word for sure. But yeah, he's the he's he's the driving force. I love how you said at the beginning. Um, you said to trust him and to open your heart to him, and like, and it reminds me that like you can know Jesus but not have a relationship with him. And mm-hmm. I think that's a big difference because I think yeah. a lot of times we can go in those phases. Like I've talked to people, and I even for myself, like I compare it to a roller coaster. Like your faith is much like a roller coaster because it has those mm-hmm. highs and those lows and those yeah. twirls and everything because you're human and you're flesh and you're going to have those moments where you're you know, not going to be as diligent with your Bible. And you're going to have those moments where you're not as in fire for Christ, but you're also going to have those moments of like you craving it and wanting it every second of the day. And I think it's just something that you have to acknowledge and realize that like, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect because I'm serving a perfect God. I'm flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I saw this quote that I love. It says, loving God changes the way you love others. And I think that's so true because he'll put, he'll instill inside of you a, way of loving and caring for others when you may not think that they deserve it because we may not think that people mm-hmm. deserve it a lot of times but the lord does like he's taken us back so many times so mm-hmm. many times right and, and i think it's just something that he instills inside of us yeah i agree addison i think that you you hit it and i mean you know definitely no matter where you're at in your journey um and where i've been throughout you know there's people who have come along beside me who have been, you know, people that are also followers of Christ that, you know, I consider like my brothers and sisters in mm-hmm. Christ and they've come along by and stood alongside me and, and kind of, you know, helped walk with me and, and as I with them and, and we can help encourage each other and spurn each other on mm-hmm. in those times. Mm-hmm. And we are going to get, you know, kind of um, spiritually dried out sometimes. It just, it just happens. But definitely, you know, continuing to to kind of just keep turning back to him, just remembering, okay, he's my focus. You know, I might have lost focus for a minute, but let me let me turn back. But also when you talk about caring for others and reaching out for others and whether they um, you know, we tend we tend to think we tend to think in a way that is uh very worldly because obviously mm-hmm. we live in the world, so we think okay, you know, someone, someone deserves this or someone doesn't, or someone has, has done 
so many good deeds. And so they're better than this person. They deserve it more than Mm -hmm. this person. Mm -hmm. The reality is we all fall short. We have all fallen short because of human nature falling, uh, coming into, you know, sin in the world. And none of us really deserve anything short of really that separation from God that sin causes. And Mm -hmm. so when we, you know, when we realize that it's Christ that loves us so much, God uh, has forgiven us of our sins. And then he has come and kind of bridged that gap. And so even though we didn't deserve that, he did that for us. And so really for us to look at anybody else and say, well, you don't deserve this is really, really not true. And because if he cared for us, he obviously cares for everyone else. Um, Mm -hmm. And none of us really deserve, you know, the awesome love that he's given us, but Mm -hmm. he gives it freely. So um, Mm -hmm. I guess that's what's encouraged me kind of wrapping my my mind around that to to extend that grace to everyone else, you know, because yeah. he gave that to us. So it just kind of puts that all in perspective, you know, so yeah. makes it a little easier. So you mentioned that the topic is transformation within Christ. Um, if you don't mind walking us through a little bit about what the transformation in Christ looked like for you and when the moment was that you knew you wanted to give your life to him and surrender it all. Absolutely. Yeah. Mine um, <laughs> is kind of a long story. And so <laughs> I'll give you the, the shorter version. Um, but really, Going back to as long as I can remember, I mean, when I was uh, young, we we started, we were going to church from my earliest memories. And I just remember being in church and we went to a church that had like artwork on the wall. You know, not not every church does, but this one had just a really like loving portrait of Jesus. And I just remember being like five years old and looking at that during the service and also listening to the service, but just really like feeling that connection with Jesus, even, you know, before I really may have even understood much of anything of of it all, just that I knew that he, he was loving and, and he, he loved us. I I just remember that being something that I just felt, you know, even at such a young age. Um, but also a lot of kind of, um, you know, some, some hard times and kind of had some emotional trauma when I was young. Um, and that kind of just stuck with me through the years, um, never really could get, never had, I mean, counseling and things were not really a, as big of a, of a thing. You know, I, I was born in 1980, so, um, I know you guys weren't there, but <laughs> just our, our world in general, as much as, you know, things that may help, you know, issues, uh, that you may need to, f- to look at and things like that. We're not what they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with that said, you know, lots of years went by of kind of just feeling kind of out of control inside and confusion and hurt and mistrust and things like that. Um, a lot of anxiety and kind of fear, uh, anger, all just all those emotions that bottled up are just not good. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the way the Lord wants us to live, um, for sure. And so fast forward and um, when I was 19 years old, I um, had my beautiful daughter, Lily, here <laughs> when I was, uh, yes, when I was a freshman in college. And so that was a huge, huge blessing in my life. I know she's, she's sitting here grinning and fluttering her eyelashes. Uh, she's so precious. Uh, but God gave me a huge, huge blessing in my life with her, a ray of hope. He spoke to me in a lot of ways. And I think the biggest thing 
that kind of just goes along with, like I said, the journey of transformation. I can see it in my life because um, over the years, I um, I look back and I can see God's hand. I can see him just his heart and his face just really, wow, showing up big, even though maybe I was, you know, had turned away from him, even mm-hmm. though at a young age, like I said, I, I really had a love for him. Those, those other things kind of clouded my judgment and really, um, mm-hmm. kind of twisted my, um, perception of things and relationships and people and just self identity and things like that. So went through a period of time where I was just angry at God and I, I, I just didn't want anything to do with church and, and any, uh, you know, anything like that, sadly. But, that's the beauty of the Lord. I mean, that's where it comes in. You know, we don't deserve his love, but he just, he he will always love us and not love Mm -hmm. us any less. And so that's a huge uh, example that I know about in my life. So those little things, you know, keeping us safe and giving us all we needed to take care of ourselves and Mm -hmm. me to take care of Lily. And Mm -hmm. um, so when I did realize Many years later, I I did decide that I wanted to address some of the things that were still hindering me over you know those many years. She mm-hmm. was she was in high school, getting ready to graduate oh. high school, and and we had actually gone back to church. I had gone to another yeah actually she grew up in church. Oh so, yeah yeah. So the time that I was kind of away from church was really only a couple years because mm-hmm. by the time she was you know old enough to start understanding things, I did say you know. God, I, I want to raise my child in church and to yeah. know you yeah, because yeah. I did have that. And that <laughs> was important to me. And I, I understood the importance of it. So really it was in trying to raise her to know the Lord that it brought me back, brought me back to him. Uh. Um, yes. <laughs> and again, I saw, even though I didn't feel very good about myself in some ways, I always wanted the best for her. So out of that, out of that love that the Lord showed me that I had for her, it was almost like, okay, you have this love for this little, this little girl. You see how much I love you? You know, it was the first time I could Aww. see a love that I loved someone and couldn't explain just how deep that love was or where it was coming from, but just that it was true and rock solid. And I feel like he showed me love in that way towards her to really show me like a kind of love. And again, like a parent towards a child. So I'm, I couldn't explain it then. I was young, but I just knew how strong it was. And I look back on it and I just, I'll always, always be thankful. And it's still, you know, part of my life today. <laughs> but, um, yes. So I know That's I just, so this sweet. is, this is really special for me to do this with her right now. Cause I'm sure some of these things, maybe she hasn't even heard me no, vocalize before. I haven't heard some of that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, some, cool. some of the things are just so many years ago that, like I said, as it's been, this constant like unraveling of mm. transformation. Um, <laughs> God has really healed a lot of my memories too, because I, I looked at things really bitterly uh, many years ago. And in this transformation, he's really taken that away and just brought me to a place where I remember memories so fondly um, and just remember the joy that I was having in those times instead of the the sadness mm. and the brokenness mm-hmm. and the sad, uh, you know, the, yeah, the, the turmoil. So it's pretty neat. It's almost like I'm, I'm having a, a second chance to re, you know, reconnect with all these things, but I know, I know I haven't fully answered your question. So I'm getting to that little part <laughs> where, yeah, so uh, there's a method. I have, I have a journey. You know? <laughs> the church that we were at, 
as she was growing up, we, we actually, I actually tried several different, I guess you could say denominations, mm -hmm. all Christian, mm -hmm. um, uh, several. And, um, the one we ended up, ended up at, we were at for 10 years. So she mm -hmm. was in probably third, fourth grade when we started. Oh yeah. But between, you know, child, uh, I guess toddlerhood. And then we had gone to church with my sister and her, my brother-in-law. So it was nice to be with family. For 10 years though, we were at that church and um, a lot of really great things from it. Oh yeah. A lot of really, oh, I, yeah. I think you That's would probably all... agree with that, right? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And, you know, Lily went on missions trips mm -hmm. and, you know, involved with the youth group and, and things like that. A lot of outreach to the community. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and some great worship. And I think feeling mm -hmm. closer to the Lord. I just never I, – I felt like I just was always searching and I just really wanted to become closer. Just hadn't gotten there yet. And the, and the denomination of church that we went to didn't necessarily have a a moment of, I guess, giving your – a moment of opening your heart to Christ and and saying, I'd love you to be the Lord of my life, you know, opening your heart to him. It wasn't um some 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 have more of a a point where that's um brought to the forefront, like as very important. Mm -hmm. And some I think it's important, but they, they don't really explain how to or what to do. And I was never in a you know, I was never mm -hmm. in a church where that was something that I knew that I could do, which it just basically comes down to that. I, once I, so, um, when Lily graduated high school and went, started going to college, I, I felt like it was time for me to kind of explore on my own mm -hmm. to find my, um, my relationship with the Lord. So looked again, knew, mm -hmm. had some, had some friends that, uh, were at a church that had started a church in Canton, North Carolina. That's where <laughs> I live. Canton. Canton. <laughs> Canton. And, uh, decided to go. And, um, that was a big, that was a big thing, um, that they spoke about a lot. And so once I knew the idea and kind of visited their church for quite a long while, I started feeling that stirring in my heart. It took a while though, that, um, actually those stirrings, that was what I was looking for as far as the, the healing from a lot of the, mm -hmm. the, the, um, things, the chains, the, the bondage that I was in spiritually and emotionally, um, and mentally. And so I, I did, uh, seek out some, some good Christian counseling for that kind of stepped away from things for a while. Um, and just really focused on that. And so when I was at a point where, things felt a little bit more stable. Mm -hmm. I went to the pastor at our church and just let him know that, wow, because in that time I had stepped away, things had gotten really, really wild and, and uh, out of control for a while. And, and really everything that I ever grasped onto to try to control just emotions and um, control every aspect of my life, I think I had just leaned on yeah control and i think that sometimes a lot of us do that when mm -hmm. we don't feel like we're in control of what's going on inside us we just look to outward control and i think that that's where a lot of different struggles can come from yeah. in mental health but i couldn't control anything mm -hmm. <laughs> god made it very clear to me that i was not in control and he made it clear in a very big way mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and there was nothing familiar that i could hold on to not even my family was around me for mm -hmm. you know i was separated yeah. from them for for a bit mm -hmm. which was very hard yeah um but looking back on it i i know that it was it it was part of his plan it was it was it was his hand yeah and I know that and I can say that because I know that he was holding me the whole time. He really kept me away from some things that that would have 
been bad for me. He, mm-hmm. he, um, and he, he did give me peace in situations where there was no other reason to have peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I just knew that he was there and, and he loved me. Um, but really one of the biggest things, and I, I have told Lily this, one of the biggest things that kept me passionate and strong and with courage was just remembering her and our relationship and oh my gosh. <laughs> that, that, that I'm a mother and, and God gave me that role for a reason. And that was probably that our relationship was, was the most meaningful in my life because I had put so much of my heart into it where I hadn't been vulnerable with really anybody else except for her. <laughs> so once I, like I said, once, once things were a little bit more stable, I decided that yes, I, I wanted to, to have that moment with Jesus and I, just the two of us and me to just, you know, let him know that thank you for loving me, you know, forgiving me, you know, asked him to forgive me of my sins and let him know that I wanted him to be in charge of my life. I wanted Mm -hmm. to give it all to him. That was a huge thing for me because Mm -hmm. I, like I said, was a controller. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it made me very anxious to have anything out of control of my own control. And and I think that people should know that it's so freeing and what we think we're doing when we're contro- we're trying to control things is such the opposite and mm-hmm. it's really it's an illusion. Control is actually an illusion. There is no such thing as what we think control is God is in control of everything and every, every moment and every aspect. And we shortchange ourselves when we, when we tell ourselves that we're the ones controlling things, because Mm -hmm. that's really what keeps us in, in bondage and stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's so freeing when you just let go and, and it's not just letting go like the world wants to tell you to let go because Mm -hmm. What I would find people saying was, well, just let things go, just move on, you know, be positive, think about this and that. Okay, well, those, you know, it is good to be positive. But if I'm letting go, what am I letting myself go to? Mm -hmm. That's a scary thought when you think of, you know, not everything in the world is out there to help you or care that cares about you. There is a real, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately, there is an enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that was a big thing to me to know that I could trust the Lord, Mm -hmm. that he was good, that he, he is righteous and he is pure and he is just, and he is holy and he is all good. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about him whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And he, all he wants is our good and he has this huge love. So who better than to trust, who better than to, (laughs) to let, to open up to, and to know that I can open up to and, and, give everything to. Mm-hmm. Um, trust was a really big thing for me. That was a really a big thing for me to overcome. And that was that was a, a really great thing for me to know and comforting to know that he he is absolutely able to be trusted. Um, and so the answer to your question <laughs> at the very beginning, when, <laughs> when did I know and how did I know and how did it happen? I actually had begun to listen to, it was during COVID, and I um, had been away. I had gone into the hospital for a while, just like I said, to to get some care. When I had come out, COVID was on the brink. It had not yet. Then COVID hit. We were all quarantined, and I was not working. <laughs> but I was faithful at just, I knew I had to grasp on to what was good 
And the Lord's word was what was what I could grasp onto. I needed to grasp onto something mm-hmm. after everything that had happened. And literally, I feel like I just reached out and grabbed his hand. And I said, I just need to hear what you think about me. I don't care what the world thinks. Mm-hmm. Even the negative things that I've thought about myself, I, you know, I don't want to hear that. I want to know mm-hmm. what you say. And that literally caused me to grab my Bible and say, okay, I need to find his words. What are his words? And it was just this huge, like, drive inside me. It's like this, this Jesus that I've wanted to know so long in my life. We do know what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have that on our fingertips. And I think a lot of times we take that for granted because, you know, for so many hundreds of years, even a couple thousands of years, people didn't have his words so readily available like we do. So I think it's just mm-hmm. great for us to just treasure that and to know. But, you know, those are those are God's words. I mean, if yes. anything is solid in this world, he that is. You can't refute the words of God, you know. It's powerful, you know. Yeah. Demons run from it. They mm-hmm. they don't understand it. They don't understand yeah. the light. You know, it, it can it's powerful and it 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 told me how he felt about me. So one thing that I had always felt lacking was um just a real sense of pure love. I th- I think that that has a lot to do with the trauma that I had gone through. My family loved me very much, but to be, you know, frank, God's love is the purest. Mm-hmm. I mean, um we're all humans and we're all flawed, mm-hmm. and so another person can never be that 100% mm-hmm. love that's going to fill you up like the Lord is. And so True. I was starving for that, especially in this se- in that season. So I just, I said, what do I need? I need to find out how God thinks of me, what mm-hmm. he thinks of me. And so I began to look up love in my glossary in the back of the Bible. And I, I, I was like, that. do you remember that? <coughs> yeah. I was like, I need to look up love, but I need to find the right context of the love that I'm mm-hmm. trying to find. I know that for God so loved the world that he sent his only son. Mm-hmm. I know that. And that's true. But I need to know a personal, like, what does he think about me as a mm-hmm. person, as, yeah. as a creation of his individually, me, my heart. And so I stumbled, I I read verse after verse and they were all good, like I said, but it was just like, I need to keep searching. And it was like, God was wanting me to keep searching till I find this one. So this one is always going to be important to me and will always be one. It's actually the lock screen on my phone, (laughs) Uh, but it's Jeremiah 31, three. And it's, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with an unfailing kindness. Mm. And you know, that's what I needed to know. And that's what I needed to hear. It was so to the point. And it just spoke to my heart. And I just, I could rest on that. Once mm-hmm. I found that, it was like, okay, I have this verse that is truth and I can meditate on this. I can, I just, I know here's the love. Here's the love. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it, it, it was amazing. And so, you know, during that time, like I said, COVID was happening, but, you know, radio stations were still playing and things like that. And um, 106.9 was one of the stations we could get where mm-hmm. we were at because we're so high up on the mountain <laughs> where, I, where where I was staying. At, uh, yes, that, you know, we could get that and that was about it. So, but it's a great station and I love it. And um, one of the, I would listen to the, the different pastors that were on and they would give messages. And one of them, actually at the end of his message, which was very good, he shared, you know, that if you do not know the Lord, you know, as a personal one-on-one relationship, you know, and you want to, this is, this is how 
you can do so. And he just explained, you know, get by yourself and, and have a conversation and just, you know, he, he, he was very step by step. And, and I know that it's not a certain, it's not a certain chant or formula or anything like that, but there are certain things that, you know, I think just hit the ticket and basically, you know, you know, Lord, uh, I believe you are who you are. Um, and I, I want you to be the Lord of my life. You know, basically you're, you're giving your life over to him and asking him to come into your life and be with you forever, you know, and, and also, you know, asking for forgiveness and repenting of your sins, um, because that's all you need to do. And he does forgive you. And so mm-hmm. it was great. So I said, you know, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, but I was, something was holding me back. I was just scared. I didn't know, you know, I, I just, that wasn't something that I was used to, but it was something that I always wanted to do. So I said, okay, this is it. I mean, what's holding me back anymore? I want to do this. And it was a, it was a big deal for me. I mean, maybe, maybe it's not always a big deal for everyone. Maybe people take that for granted, but they, I think that that's something that we shouldn't. No, absolutely. That that we have that opportunity to Mm -hmm. do so. And it's free and it's just there waiting for everybody. So I just, I'm so passionate about that. Just, I really, uh, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Lily will tell you, there's a lot of things that I am passionate about that (laughs) that God has done in my life that I feel like just can't be sat on as far as it it needs to be shared. Um, and I've, I've felt like that from, you know, the first moment these things started happening. And so, so I did it. I did that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and, and it was awesome. It was so, and, and I really do feel like I had a change come over me. Like I, I was like, okay, I did it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. This is it. Like this was real. This was, this is a changing moment. So that was about two years ago. And, um, then, you know, ever since, gosh, it's like, it was also like a serious decision. It was a commitment. It was something that I was making, uh, a conscious choice that it was important to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, you know, that that's a huge kind of marker of it. And I think that's why it does stand out to a lot of people when they do that, because mm-hmm. it's something that is, is so important and it changes. Uh, your life. And so um, I'm ever grateful and thankful for that. And I know that he is, you know, he's always been with me, you know, as his creation. And, but that was when I said, awesome, I want you. Mm-hmm. I, I made the choice and I accepted him. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a, that it was just, it was wonderful. And so, so yeah, so that's um, the, in a nutshell, the answer to your question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, all of that reminded me of Romans 12, 2, and it says, do not be conformed to this world, mm-hmm. but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And mm-hmm. it's just like, Absolutely. when you get to know who he is, it changes, like I said earlier, the way you love others, but the way you think about things too. Because if you think Absolutely. about things in the way of like how Christ is when you think about it, it's going to be more positive and it's going to be more reassuring. But if we're thinking about it in the way that like the enemy wants us to think about it, mm-hmm. it's going to send us into the spirals of, you know, just so much anxiety and self-doubt and all the things that we're not supposed to think about ourselves. Definitely. And I love that that was your scripture that you got from that because that's also like been a, a huge one written down mm-hmm. on all my sticky notes. Um, <laughs> that's, that's it. So I think that it's really cool that you are speaking on transformation because transformation to me like a butterfly resembles transformation and like I know me and Addison agree because butterflies are so important um to us individually but also as a whole for boldly created I mean butterflies are in our logo and I have a tattoo of a butterfly and Addison loves butterflies and that's why we collectively 
decided that like butterflies resemble complete growth and change. I mean, like mm-hmm. from a caterpillar and then literally to a butterfly, like two completely different creations. And like, mm-hmm. it's so cool because my faith was strengthened to see your transformation that like God did, like it was all God. And it was crazy because it was a whirlwind and stuff, but like to see something change so drastically Hmm. that like something only he could do, like I know it like solidified a lot of things for me to know that like Mm -hmm. he's real because nothing Mm -hmm. else could do that. And not just your experience, but like my own like experience, like transformation in any sense. Like, Mm -hmm. but that was just a really like big one. Like, I mean, obviously you're my mom. Like I know you. So like, it's just so cool that you're talking on it because like, it's just so amazing that like God can literally turn us from a caterpillar to a butterfly, like metaphorically speaking. Yeah. And I love that you all have, that you chose the butterfly for your your logo. Um, I can remember when you did that and then uh-huh. when you were thinking about it and, um, because yeah, what a, what an awesome like creation of God that he shows mm-hmm. us like in that actual, you know, um, mm-hmm. animal and that in creation that you're going from one, literally like one species to another, one totally, uh, one thing to a complete other. And what a beautiful, what a beautiful, you know, creation that comes from it, yeah. like a totally different. So yeah, I, I love that you brought it back to that too. And um and I love what you just said about seeing the transformation um in me because that means that means so much because God is the one who did it and mm-hmm. he is the only one that could have. Mm-hmm. And and if and I've told her this before and I've told others this too. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes me emotional to say this, but it's it's <laughs> it's true. I mean it. If everything that I ever went through was all to help anyone or help many and and show them Jesus, to show them God, it was all worth it. Mm-hmm. And I I wouldn't and I won't I wouldn't take it back. For where I am now, I just thank God every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do feel completely different and renewed and you know, and and I love that he, the people, even in my family, my daughter, my, my <laughs> close family, my friends, everybody was able to see that huge transformation, mm-hmm. but it's all for his glory. You know, I don't, yeah. it, it's, I don't, um, I don't look for any, you know, accolades or, or, or something like that. And I think that's evident. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. Like if, if, if any, if any part of it can help anyone, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, I think a couple big things to take away that I, have from it is um just being passionate about Christian counseling mm-hmm. how how good that can be um I think that you know God cares about our our mind our soul our body mm-hmm. all of us because we're our, his creation you know and he created us and he knows what's going on he knows what's going on every in every part of us mm-hmm. um and what what awesome like hand he's put out to be able to put people in our lives, um, you know, that when it comes to mental health or trauma mm-hmm. or anything along those lines, um, PTSD, anything like that, that he's put, he's given people wisdom. He's put people mm-hmm. in those places that have those, um, he's given them the skills and the the care to be able to to do a good job at helping. And I will say that as a Christian, I had been to counseling that was... Um, 
secular. So someone who was not a Christian and then also someone who is. And, and I, I can honestly speak about the amazing things that can come from talking to a fellow brother or sister in Christ who is also a counselor, mm-hmm. because I I did see a counselor for years that was not faith-based, not Christian-based. Mm-hmm. And it just basically not putting her down whatsoever. It just, that was not where she was skilled in or, or where she was trained. But I spun my wheels there for many, many years. And just talking about something over and over and over can actually be pretty damaging if that's all you do is sit in it. And I Mm -hmm. really feel like if someone has experienced trauma or PTSD, something that really rocks your, your mental state that warrants, you know, talking to somebody about, it also takes God working in that too, Mm -hmm. to really help, Mm -hmm. to really help get into those. Cause it's not pretty. It's not all pretty. You have to, you know, face some things. You have to face some fears. You have to face some things that, you know, you've been trying to control for a long time, but the good news of it is, (laughs) and the hope of it is, is that God's there. He wants to be Mm -hmm. there in, in it with you. And if you invite him in with someone who is a trained and um, legitimate Christian counselor, mm-hmm. um, they will do things. God will allow them to do things and you can invite him into that session. Mm-hmm. And it's more like with the lady that I ended up talking to, she was amazing. And she she treated me like a peer, like a sister in Christ. It wasn't like mm-hmm. a, um, it, it, there's no stigma about it. And mm-hmm. she actually had a really, really great study on adults healing with God through trauma. So I'm very thankful for that. That helped me immensely, but it was really, it gave me homework. It wasn't just a session mm-hmm. of talking. It was, okay, we're going to, we're going to pray. We're going to talk together. I'm going to pray for you. And this is something you can work on with God together during your week. Yeah. And so it, it was like, you know, it was work on my part and, um, inviting the Lord into those things, writing on. So it was, it's a, it's a process, but gosh, what a wonderful process. What a, what a a gift I've been given. Mm -hmm. I want to share that with people that that is out Mm -hmm. there. That is something that is so valuable. And I think that what I did see in that world of so many people who are struggling um, with mental illness and, and such, whether it be anxiety, PTSD, depression, whatever the case may be, um, they are all, they are all looking for help and it is tough. And I just, I just know that, that God's out there and he's got, he can do some, some amazing miracles that, mm-hmm. you know, just mere men, we can't do on our own. I think like just knowing that you're never too far gone is oh, like absolutely. the biggest, like takeaway of that completely. Yeah. Like absolutely, you're never too far gone for God. Like there's mm-hmm. not one person. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And if, and if there is anybody listening that is, you know, having some issues that they need to talk about, find somebody. So actually I have a little story. So something prompted me to check group me and um, I did check it. And so I don't even know if you know this, Patricia, but um, what you had went through actually brought Lily and I together the first time to have a first conversation and just get to know oh, one wow. another deeper. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at my group me and the date of our first conversation was February 11th, 2020. And which is crazy about that yeah. is a year later, we would start boldly created. Mm-hmm. So God's Ooh. timing is everything because <laughs> wow. what you went through allowed us to mm-hmm. become friends and just get to know each other and find a common ground. And then that escalated into what is God's movement now. So I wow. just think that's crazy and just something to show you that like you did go through what you went through for a reason and it brought us closer, brought us to be able to do boldly and all the things. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Uh, that's awesome. Um, I, I'm, I love to hear that. 
you brought me you brought me to tears <laughs> but that is beautiful that is beautiful yeah, yeah I um, didn't even really didn't put that anything. together like I just looked at, at the all. date and I was like wow a year later we would start boldly created because it was wow. February around February 11th uh, yeah that's that we right. started at 2021 and uh, we've only known each other for two years maybe and see and we're I mean, here doing this that's crazy yeah. God is so good and and I think another huge thing to even that this makes me feel is like he is so good and so much bigger than we even imagine. Mm -hmm. And just he weaves his wonders and his love and his plan Mm -hmm. through everyone's lives Mm -hmm. in every like minute detail. And I mean, I know that with our minds, you know, being human, we can't understand it all now and we're we're not not supposed to. I still have just like everybody. We all have days when we just, you know, yeah. The, the enemy is just going to still try to, mm-hmm. to get at us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think the biggest thing that I've learned is where I was always just so discouraged and I just stayed in a place of like tiredness of everything and downtrodden. I had to combat a lot of that with, you know, God's promises and God's mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. Um, those scriptures that I shared with you, but also, mm-hmm. you know, putting on the armor of God. That protects your mind and your heart and your soul and, you know, from the enemy. Yeah, God's words are the, the one thing that is super powerful. We're a threat to, to the enemy when we, oh, yeah. when we pick up who the Lord has made us to be mm-hmm. and who he wants us to be and the plans that he has yeah. for us. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Ma, for coming on. I feel like this is like such a full circle moment for so many reasons and I'm just so excited that you came on today and shared your heart um with us and the listeners and yes. I know that there is a reason for everything for every season and I know that somebody out there listening is benefiting from this and I am just so happy stay tuned for flavor of the week Hey, y'all, it's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started, we're going to start with our guest, my mom, Patricia. So what is your Flavor of the Week this week? Hey, guys. Thanks. Yeah. So um, my Flavor of the Week is, uh, it's called, it's came, It Came to Pass slash Worthy Worthy by Vertical Worship. And since it's Christmas, this is kind of in lieu of that, it is like a, it's a Christmas worship song and it's really great. I had never heard it before this season, but it actually came out in 2018. So it's, it's a really great one. So you have to Ooh, check it out. Awesome. Exciting. What about you, Addison? So mine is a song also. It's one that um, our friend Emily showed me and it's called Throne Room Song by People and Songs. It's mm. so good. I love it. But what about you, Lily? Ooh. So mine is a song too, and it is technically a Christmas song, but I listen to it all year round. It's called Joyful, Joyful by Casting Crowns. Um, mm. And this song like plays on the radio year round and it's on my playlist. So it's especially, you know, like a Christmas song, but I mean, you can listen to it 365. <laughs> awesome. That, that's a great one. <laughs> well, that's it for us this week. Thank you again, Patricia, for coming on. We enjoyed talking yes! to you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Keep up the good work. I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys.